Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I say everybody. <laughs> um, I don't know quite how much that encompasses, how many people that encompasses. Double figures now, Dave. Yeah, I understand we're double figures for the podcast, so uh, yeah, hello to both of you. Yeah, hello both. <laughs> There's definitely a two in it, I can tell you that. I think, I think we can probably name them, can't yeah. we? It's Carolyn and Paul, so welcome to you yeah, both. Yeah, thanks for listening. And obviously, we all also listen to it at least once. Yeah, just to check we haven't got ourselves in trouble with Sam's employers, the SRA. So hello to us as um, well. Yes. Um, so going to go around the table and introduce ourselves for those of you who haven't had the displeasure of listening to the podcast before. And it is a displeasure. <laughs> so I'm uh, David, call me Dave, Silito. Uh, my name's Sam. Please call me Sam and nothing else. My name's Simon, but people who know me call me Robbie Robinson. Okay. First I've heard of that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> is that telling? Yeah, yeah. No, not yeah. really. I think no. what he meant to say is my friends call me Robbie. Yeah. And then wonders why everybody calls him Simon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Like a self-created, yeah, nickname. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Uh, what are we doing today? So we're going to talk about a case. Yeah, we're going to talk about a, <clears throat> a case. So this is a... Uh, Dave picked this one, and it's it's actually pretty useful for once. It's um, what's it called? It's called drones, drones or drones? I'd say drones field, Professor drones field. I'd say drones field. Right, Mister, don't call me Mister, call me Professor drones field. Uh, versus the University of Reading. So I don't know who's going to talk about it. I'm happy to do that. Yeah. Oh, you did. That's nice of you. Okay. Good. Everybody else looking desperately around the table at each other. I don't know. What, hang on, Sam's signalling. What are you signalling? I'm just saying, like, can you can you talk about it? Can I speak up a bit? Okay, right. Okay. All right. I, Ironically, right. Sam was trying to demonstrate that very quietly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a plan. It didn't. It didn't work. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue. So, Professor John Field was a professor at the University of Reading. <laughs> That was his job title. Yeah. He hated it when you called him Mr. I suspect. Was he born with the name Professor and then he just went into that line of work? Because... Oh, it would be a happy coincidence, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like Professor X. From, from the X-Men. From X-Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he got another name? Charles. Charles Xavier. Oh. Okay, yeah, I know that now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've disappointed your dreams there. <laughs> I saw, I was telling, was I telling you about this yesterday? I think I was, that I saw a game show. Uh, where one of the questions was, what is um, Mr. Burns' first name in The Simpsons? And the, the answer is the person said... Monty. Was, yeah, the person said Montgomery Burns. And um, and, I, and the quiz master went, that's right. And I was enraged instantly, because it's not. It's is Charles it? Montgomery Burns. Oh. It's C. Montgomery Burns. Are you I, enraged now, because I said Monty? I'm not enraged that you saying it. I'm enraged at the memory. Enraged that that was deemed to be a correct a- answer. acceptable answer and I said to Julia I said that's just that. what are they doing that's just not a right yeah. answer and she was like oh god stop going on about it does it matter one of my finest moments in life let alone in a quiz was when I was the only one on our team who got the right answer to the question what's the only ten letter word in the English language that begins and ends with the letter B would you like to Bold. know what it is ten letters oh <laughs> sorry I didn't, I didn't hear the ten letters but Beelzebub. No. Don't they manage Leeds United? Uh, Beelzebub must have 10 letters, mustn't he? It's a name, isn't it? Not a word. Oh, a word? Yeah. Hang on. What's the second letter? R. B-R? Yeah. What's the third letter? 
E. Oh, the tension's killing me, Dave. Can you please, <laughs> just, can you please just put Red us out of misery? Breadcrumb. Bread oh, yeah. yeah. Breadcrumb. Yeah. Finest quiz moment. I can't I, tell you what I'm going to do with that. Still dine story. out on that story. It's it's, I mean, it's an anecdote you guys <laughs> you much? are now hearing for the first time. I have some breadcrumbs. Yeah, this, 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 this. I dine out on breadcrumbs. This, uh, worryingly, that's I'm not your bird. worst anecdote. Well, that'd be <laughs> eleven. That'd be yeah. eleven with breadcrumbs. Yeah, that is true. You dine out on breadcrumb. Yeah, just the one. Just one. Just the one. Big crumb. crumb of bread. I met um, Jet at a pub quiz. We used to go to pub quiz in <laughs> Jet, from the Gladiator. There's only the car one. wash company. <laughs> yeah, there's only <laughs> one Jet for me. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I met her, her and I think it was Hunter. Okay. This is like 20 odd years ago. We were at some pub quiz and in York at College of Law. She, um, mm-hmm. she was there. Anyway. Okay. She seemed very pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, where were we? Well, Professor John Field was um, accused of uh, having a sexual relationship with a student and was dismissed for gross misconduct on the grounds that his conduct was immoral, scandalous or disgraceful. Uh, and that, by so acting, he'd breached the university regulations. Um, the student who he'd had a relationship referred to as A in the judgment. Was that a real name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not having this again. We are not having right. this again. Student A. Or is it just just A, in fact? I mean, it could have been her real name. You never know. It, was it sh- yeah, I mean, she declined for... to participate in the investigation. It was actually her ex-boyfriend who uh, reported him. Oh, he was which, bitter, uh, was well, he? Yeah, what a nice guy. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm always, always wondering what the hope of that is, that he's going to report this guy, get him in trouble, and then his ex-girlfriend's going to say, oh, You're my hero. I love the way you did that and got someone in trouble, so yeah. let's get back together. Yeah. I mean, the judgment doesn't deal with whether or not they actually did get back together, but uh, she did decline to participate. I was interested in that side of the judgment. I was a little bit disappointed. I hope she doesn't get back with him. I think she can do better. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I mean, yeah. If she's listening, can you can you write in? Yeah, tell us. But if you can't, I mean, you you won't be listening because, as we know, we've pretty much identified our audience. All of our listeners, yeah, (laughs) are in this room. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) But if 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 you do happen to accidentally listen to this podcast, do do let us know. Who you're with? Are you? Are yeah. You, to be honest, we just want you to be happy. I mean, and if you do listen to the podcast and you tell us who you are, we can pretty much guarantee we will we will name you in the podcast. Unless, unless you don't want to be named to be and named, shamed. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, not she wouldn't be shamed. Well, they might be shamed by the fact that people know that they listen to this podcast. Oh, that would be that would be quite embarrassing. Oh, that is that is a good point. I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassed to be involved. With I'm it. embarrassed to be involved. I think. In I mean, it. what the listeners can't see is the three of us just sitting here shaking our heads, wondering how our careers came to this. Well, I'm only just getting started, so yeah. I have nothing to compare it with. Yeah, yeah. We're all red-faced, which, I mean, that clashes for Sam as well with his... Uh... Are you taking the mic now? <laughs> Use it on, on podcast. Taking the mic, you're being racist, I'm, I'm Irish. That's unacceptable, Sam. I didn't do that. You did, you just said you taking said the mic. It's recorded. Taking the mic? Yeah. What's wrong with taking the mic? He keeps saying it. Why does he keep saying it? Why does he keep being racist? <laughs> this is absolutely... What would you like me to say, then? Just... Well, I don't know. It's not for me to regulate your language until you've done it, and then I can tell you when you've been racist and sexist. But you have been racist, and I demand a full apology. I might raise in writing. Right, you can have it after we're done. Okay. Okay. Thanks. So, um, the case centred around the advice of the uh, university's in-house employment lawyer, um, and, and and she had reviewed the investigation reports. In the investigation report, there had been some opinions expressed that the conduct had been immoral, scandalous or disgraceful, matching the wording in the 
university regulations. Um, this The claimant challenged this, having been uh, made aware of the amendments that have been made to the initial report through a data subject access request. Uh, and he said that the involvement of the lawyer uh, and the recommendation that the report be amended meant that it wasn't a uh, fair and accurate report. The um, This actually went up to the appeal tribunal twice. Um, second time it was reheard by uh, an employment judge with whom I've played squash. Claim to fame there. And did uh, you win? Uh, no, he was much better than me. At squash. Yeah. This is another one of those employment law. So how did you meet him? Is he a mate or is it just like you're in the middle of a he submissions a, and he said fancy give him squash? He was a barrister in the chambers at the time. Oh, I we see. Were, okay. Were, were, he wasn't a judge at the time. He wasn't a judge at the time. He wasn't in the middle no. of a case then. And no. No. He said, oh, I just can't decide, Mr. Siller, let's, put it, let's, let's settle it on a game of squash. Yeah, although I guess an employment tribunal room would be quite well set up for a game of squash. They tend to be a similar sort of shape move to, the tables a, aside, to a squash yeah. table. Yeah, move the tables aside. Yeah. Don't bring a squash racket Can to I a just tribunal ask, just yeah. in case. Just out of interest, I mean, are there any of Dave's anecdotes that actually have a positive outcome? I mean, like <laughs> like last week, for example, you know, my mum used to work in a cheese shop. That, that well, was in a killer punchline. That's a positive, out- yeah. that's a positive then, outcome then, in itself. No, but you've done it again, though. Like, I, I, I once played squash with the judge that we're talking about. Yeah. You know, if you'd expect, yeah, I beat him. No. No. <clears throat> well, I could lie, but... Um, that might not be regarded well, how do as we dishonest. Know? We want that. And we're not going to question the judge when we get there. I mean, the judge there, isn't we? listening to this, let's be honest. It, I mean, Although, if you are, well played, be. sir. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we hear that Mr. Sillito <laughs> hit you in the eye with his ball, and we apologise for that, respectively, as that well. That's true. <laughs> with my with the squash ball, was, uh, yeah, well, unfortunately. Well, we assume, we assume it was the squash, it was the squash ball. ball Dave. Unless you're bringing basketballs and footballs. Yeah. Yeah. Do we yeah. have to put an apology? Well, that could that. have been quite a good distraction yeah. technique. It might have improved my my overall result <laughs> if I if I'd brought a football or a tennis have ball. Have you on. any other distraction techniques? <laughs> <laughs> um, none that I can think of right now. <laughs> I've got plenty. Yeah, go on, name one. Again, not fit for this not podcast. For, okay, <laughs> uh, which is a really low podcast. Yeah, podcast I, I mean, you might say the entire purpose. content of the podcast is not <laughs> yeah. fit for the podcast, but it's um, a common theme, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So, in uh, fact, I would go as far as to say this podcast is a moral scandalous or disgraceful. Yeah. So, anyway, the EAT upheld the decision of the Employment Tribunal that uh, there was no un- unfairness in the procedure caused by the advice of the employment lawyer to amend the investigation report. They said it was entirely reasonable and sensible for an employer to seek advice from their in-house employment lawyer on the report, given the scope for legal action to be brought in the future. We'd say it's always sensible to take advice from your favourite employment lawyers, stroke podcast broadcasters. Yeah, Robinson Ralph. Exactly. So the the problem was what? Was he trying to say that that, what was the problem with the, the, the words being removed from his point of view? He was saying that by by having them remo- removed, there was you know there was already a predetermined decision um, that had been made by those working for the university, and his argument was basically had those words been included, uh, the allegations against him, they would have been seen in a different light. But I don't get that because didn't the removal of the word. Sorry, had the words been included, wouldn't that have made it sound more serious? Do you know what I mean? So he's it says so they removed the words immoral, scandalous, or disgraceful, which is he which said is there was no evidence. The wording that the investigator was going to use was that there was no evidence that his conduct had been immoral, scandalous, or disgraceful. Oh, I see. Right. So then the lawyer said, 
I wouldn't include that. Okay. Oh, so I get you. Okay. The okay. argument was that had those words been included, it would have made it less. I get it. It would have made it. You know, it would have had an influence on those making the decision. But I think, as the judge alludes to in the um, in the initial hearing and also in the appeal, does hearing, he allude to it or does he actually say it? <laughs> he may have actually even said <laughs> it. Can you? Do, I'm, I'm mid for okay. you. I okay. thought I was doing well there. All right. Has he, has he either alluded to or said? How does a judge allude to it? Like with a cheeky wink or? Can I please just finish okay. the point? <laughs> right. As he said. Right. Uh, I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but we are sure. Yeah, that's, right. No, that's right. As he, as, as he said, um, even had they been included, um, and this point was echoed throughout the judgment, um, just by including those words, it's for the people on the disciplinary panel or whoever's in charge of making that final decision to determine whether that conduct was either immoral um, scandalous or disgraceful. Right. Yeah. So, in other words, if the investigator puts their own personal view on it, and then that personal view is taken as okay, well, it must have happened then. Yeah. Then there's no point in my viewing disciplinary panels yeah. because then if you've got somebody saying that, then what's yeah, the point? I've still got to make a decision. So yeah. there's, there's nothing wrong with taking advice on the process and um, uh, alter an employer altering its approach to the process based on that advice per se. So the lawyer was trying to be actually was actually giving advice on how to be fairer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and and comply with the university yeah. procedures. Well, the, investi- the investigators there to find facts, aren't they? They're not there to give an opinion. They're there to yeah. they're there for the purpose of is there a case to answer? Yeah, yeah. They're not there to say I think that this was yeah. that or this was this was something else. You know, they're supposed to present the facts. And Absolutely. I think that by by removing that, I think the lawyer was was correct. Well, what's interesting though was the investigator didn't find it's so the ground for dismissal was gross misconduct. On the grounds the conduct was immoral, scandalous, or disgraceful, but the investigator didn't find that the conduct was immoral, scandalous, or disgraceful. Well, they didn't find that it wasn't, though. They they just presented the facts. So there's a, a in the original draft, though. I mean, a case to answer. But that's um, what, yeah, right. Well, they, if the, I, I don't know if the investigator um, formed that view right. or it just included. Um, reference to other people who'd been interviewed as part of the investigation um, making that point. I don't think they've drawn a conclusion. It it does demonstrate um, the importance of protecting the integrity of a process, though. It reminds me of another recent case where um, uh, there was a finding of unfair dismissal on the basis that the HR um, advisor dealing with the matter had made the investigation report sound much more serious and had very much pushed for gross misconduct as opposed to misconduct mm. um, and it was held that HR getting involved in the process to the extent extent where they become the decision maker when the employee believes that another person is the decision maker will render the process unfair. So in this case serves as a reminder to just protect the integrity of the investigation process versus the um, decision maker. On, just, I don't know, that's all, I get all that, but on that case that you're talking about, was there any kind of polky or contributory fault Reduction. Yes. Yeah. 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 As yeah. as as there would have been here. Yeah. Um, the tribunal found that even if we were, um, even if we were wrong that this was a, a, an unfair dismissal, then there would be a seventy percent reduction for contributory conduct through this this guy, the professor's actions. Uh, okay. Right. Well, we, I think it's been fifteen minutes, hasn't it? Yes, it has actually. Uh, what a wonderful fifteen minutes it's been, though, for all sixteen all involved. Actually, if, if that makes a difference. It's, it's, it's I'll be honest with you, I felt every second of those sixteen. What minutes. was your highlight? 
when it ends. Story, one of my stories. We're not there yet, though. No, so. no, I don't. I don't think I wouldn't call what you. They're not even they're not stories, are they? They're not like, just things. Just things that I said. Things that have happened to yeah. you. Yeah. Well, that's but, a story. But like isn't Sam it? says, there's no. I don't mean this in a. I'm not trying to be rude, but it just all seems so pointless when you speak. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. You need to develop the anecdotes. There's a fa- there's a good foundation, okay. but you just need that killer. Well, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I'm practicing on you guys. So thanks for the encouragement. I will continue to practice my anecdote skills on if you. If you'd guys. like to see more of or hear more of Dave's um, potential anecdotes, touring, <laughs> just, touring the country. Yeah, please get yeah, in touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're works in progress. If you've got any suggestions for anecdotes that I can, I think say, they've got to be your own anecdotes, don't they? You can't just. Well, I'm quite anecdotes. insecure about the quality of my anecdotes after this podcast, so I would um, be. I prefer people, other people's. Are people prior to I've been telling you your anecdotes are of a high quality. People don't talk to me outside of the <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and nobody talks there either. No. All right, uh, so that's that. Um, I, I, I mean, I genuinely can only apologise <laughs> for this. That's um, okay. No, I'll, I'll accept your apology. I was kind of apologising to, oh. to to Paul and Carolyn. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, thank you both for and listening. And us three when we listen to it. <laughs> and us three, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for this. Um, Paul, you're probably listening to it when you're driving, so I hope you don't crash out of boredom. <laughs> Carolyn, you're probably on a on a train, so you know don't jump from the train. That's, um, yeah, ill-advised. Yeah. I've got a story about how once I didn't jump from a train. Right, that's it. I, I, no, 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 no. Let's see if he's learned anything. Go on. No, that's the story. That is it. That's yeah. bloody hell. All right, let's just play the music and let's go. Bye. You're not going to say bye. I've lost the will. I'm off. All right, me too then. <laughs>